Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I am your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, Ted Keys. No, this is not a repeat show from last week. This is superstitious. This is episode 566. This, <laughs> yeah, right? But no. Actually, this, a lot more this is the definition of being superstitious. The reason we're wearing these, we wore these last week. New York Giants are still playing. Got to keep the superstitious outfits going. Superstition. Superstitious? I do oh. superstition. You just said superstitious. No, <laughs> we're already started off on the wrong foot. No, 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 no. I'm a- I'm antsy, bro. This is um. I think you even said it, Ted. This is the first show that we're I- actually doing. Go night. Uh, that's. One of the big games of this weekend, yes, NFC, NFL, NFC, AFC, the divisional matchups are here. But, Ted, this is the first show you were saying that I think the Giants are in the playoffs and the first show we're actually doing together that we've seen the New York Giants yeah. in the playoffs. It's been that long since the New York Giants have gotten this far, have held, we, like last week, have they even been in the playoffs. But if we remember how last year played out in this divisional weekend, well, it went down as the all-time great, Ted. I mean, you remember this? Do you remember last week, last year, this time, divisional weekend? titans Bengals. You had the 49ers and Packers. Then you had the Buccaneers and Rams. And then you had the classic Bills and Chiefs. Could be a rematch. But now we are here for a, a divisional matchup that is, well, ladies and gentlemen, I know me and Ted are both looking forward to Giant fans and all as we like to call it, NFL's Elite Eight version of the tournament. Ted, we think about the underdogs. Huge game from both Daniel Jones and Trevor Lawrence last week. We'll also talk about the Buffalo Bills. Are they the team with the most pressure, Ted? And then we're going to rank our games from most that we are most looking forward to. But, Ted, we're starting off. We are New York Giant fans. And like I said, this is not a superstitious act. We are being as superstitious as we usually are when it comes to New York Giant football, we usually like this in the past. If any was anybody was with us during that time, we'd we we'd be the same way, wearing the same outfits. Well, the New York Giants are here. They're playing against the Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia. Perfect odds. It's just, David versus it's, David it, versus it, it's, just, it's just as a Giant fan, you're like, this is how it's going to be. This is how it has to be played out. If we're going to do this, we're going to make this run. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, they don't got no easy game either. They're going to Kansas City to play the great Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. So you look at both of these underdogs, Ted. Jacksonville is a eight and a half point underdog, and the Giants are a seven and a half point underdog. So when you look at both of these teams, they have no shot. According to Vegas, they have no shot. They should even be here, and they should just get ready for a. I guess early postseason exit. But Ted, who's more likely to pull off the upset? Is it Big Blow or is it Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars? Do, do we, I mean, listen, I mean, you, you tell me to. I mean, we're Giant fans, so we're going to pick the Giants. Well, you've picked the Dallas Cowboys, so I want to see how, how uh, big of a anti-giant fan you are right now because well, i feel yeah, like you should keep picking against well, it worked last week so i mean if i really wanted to have fun with this thing i would say the jaguars i would say yeah. the jaguars considering the momentum like to be down 27 nothing last week for trevor Lawrence to throw four picks have like five turnovers and come back to a four touchdowns for them to come back and win that way uh-huh. they have actually the team to beat the chiefs like they have the offensive skill players uh-huh. 
and coach and defense to upset the Chiefs. I just don't – though I look at it, though, I'm like, it's just the Chiefs and Mahomes in the playoffs. Like, Arrowhead, Mahomes, he just doesn't lose at home. Like, it feels like ever. I know he lost to the Bengals last year. I get he lost to the Patriots. That was because he had an idiot on the team. We won't get into that. Who gives a crap? But – I'll tell you, I'll tell you it's the Giants. And I and I say that only in this perspective of this. When I watch the Chiefs, I understand the end of the season. They did struggle a little bit against the Colts and the Texans, but they were playing their defense was playing much better at the end of the season. And I thought Mahomes was just kind of gelling. They flow. And the bye for them really doesn't seem to have effect because they're used to this. Like ever since Mahomes took over the reins in 2017, 2008, 2017, 2018, they've been the number one seed. Uh-huh. Right, so and they've had the home field advantage, and it seems like Patrick Mahomes is he's been in the AFC Championship game every year since he's been a starter. So the fruition yep. of the Jaguars trying to upset them, I just don't see it. Maybe not yet, right? Dude, I see he's it. never been on the road. He's never on the road. He's no. never been on the road. Well, every the best, game, every best player and the best quarterback with the best team, it makes sense, right? though, like when we think of today's NFL, like you see up and comers, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the New York Giants. Nobody expected either one of these teams to even be playing the the wild card round. To be in the elite eight of the NFL playoffs is uh, for both teams thinking rebuild. And, and but you look at the Chiefs. I mean, he hasn't had ever been on. He's never been on the road in the postseason. Every game has been home, and it's going to no matter what. Well, no, it's not actually. Because well, if if the Bills win, it'll be at yes, the neutral yes. state. But they'll they'll be the home team in the sense of they of, won't be an Arrowhead. It's a big difference well, if, being if they, in a they, neutral, yes. neutral site game, Ted. Now, we know if how play that the Bengals, it'll be a rematch the of the AFC Championship game back yes. in Arrowhead. Exactly. Um, so those are the rules. The those are the things that are going against that game. My answer, to, my answer is going to be the Giants. I'm just going to say one last thing. Something that I totally forgot about that was brought up today on one of the shows I'm watching is, if I'm a Jaguars fan, I am so pumped because no one has talked about this. They're having Calvin Ridley coming back next year. Oh, Calvin, yeah. that no could one, be a game People forget move. about that move that was done. Yes. Calvin Ridley is an ace. He's a number one. He's a beast, bro. That he's boy not. can play. Yes, that boy can. is going to tear it up. And now you put him as the number one. Now Christian Kirk goes to the role that he should be playing as a number two. Evan Ingram, who is Trevor Lawrence's favorite target, goes yeah. to number three with the team that they should be building on. But let's get to what I'm really talking about. It's the New York football Giants. So no, you're right about but you're right about that. That's okay, scary so to have. I think both teams have an opportunity. But I, I'm going to say this with the Giants. The Giants are one of those weird teams in football history where when they're down and out and no one gives them a chance, they win those games. It's like when the Giants are the favorites, do not pick the Giants because they always lose and they always screw up. All right? The Giants are playing a division rival for the third time. It's really hard to beat a team three times, especially a divisional rival. I'll just say it, – it, I, I guarantee 21 and it, 14. 21 and 14 is the overall career that number one seeds. That's how could it be 21 and 14? Oh, they're 21 wins, 14 losses. Yes, yes. So they so they have so they're but that's above, still a lot. But think about that. That's that's a that's a pretty decent amount of no matter what one versus six. You think 21 four? That's oh, so I'm just gonna say this. It's, far it's, off. It's, for me, it's the Giants. Off. It's a bias. It's a bias answer. It's the Giants. You're playing a division rival a third time. I will get this way. The biggest hole that the Eagles. I think makes a difference is Jalen Hurts is hurt and he's not healthy and hasn't been healthy mm-hmm. and they're coming off the bye. And the Eagles compared to the Chiefs are not rolling into the playoffs like the Chiefs were. And I think the Giants are building momentum that yeah. 
That Colts game, the Eagles game, even though they lost, I thought it was momentum. They took care of business against Minnesota last week. And I think this is a game that the Giants can win in a in a in a nasty, gritty form where they win ugly 17-14, 20-17. I'm going to take the Giants. It's because of Daniel Jones. It's because the coaching staff of Martindale, Wink Martindale, Mike Kafka, Brian Dillable might be the best coach in the whole NFC. So, and I, because what the way I – and the reason why I say that people yeah. probably think I'm nuts is because I'd love to see what Brian Dable would do if he had, I don't know, Debo Samuel and George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and Chris McCaffrey and one of the best left tackles in Trent Williams and, you know – and, and then you have a defense that's the number one defense in football that you can rely on that you know that you can have an offense based on a defense that's going to hold teams back. Let's uh, let's get the inevitable out of the way. Both of these teams have to play a perfect game to win to win both to advance in, in the conference title game. Let's be honest about that. Let's just throw that out of the way because I think that's a missing part that we haven't said. Both of these teams have to play a perfect game. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, for them to be here is a fascinating story because we all know how the Chargers had an all-time collapse in the second half, blowing a 27-0 lead. I mean, good for Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars for having the heart and never-saying-die attitude to make an opportunity for them to be playing another week and giving themselves an opportunity to win a, well, no, go to a conference title game. The Giants, the Giants played their A game last week. And now I know everybody's going to bash them because of the fact that it was Minnesota like fearing fair to say because Minnesota's defense was was god awful as if we didn't if anybody hasn't seen their defensive coordinator at Dontrell is gone fired because they were one of the worst defenses in the league so understandable but it's the Giants the Giants can do it because of the fact that there's a divisional game I think we all just give Patrick Mahomes I guess we give him the pass because he is like the version of like in the sense of Brady. He's like he gets. Well, to here, here's my he gets thing. To a, hold on, he gets, he gets to at least. More, a, hold on, do you have more trust in the Philadelphia Eagles or who? Oh, listen, or do you have, a, say or the have more City trust Chiefs in the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes? My thing is, I have more trust in Andy. Let Reed me answer. Let me answer the question quick. It's very simple. It's it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I know. I asked the question and answer it. I'm you're like the, that boyfriend. That what, do you the, ask, what do you want to do? That's okay. We're gonna go with this. You're the only human being I think, and I know in the entire world that literally asks the question, and before that person even answers your question, you answer your question before. I might as it's well a, give my perspective and then ask the question. So that yeah, you probably you might as well continue to just go on with the, the go go on to go on with the rant. But tell me how you feeling, brother. I'm. It's it's easy. So without question, it's. Kansas City. I mean, they've at least been to the AFC title game. Now, I know they haven't been to the Super Bowl, losing to Cincinnati last year, but they've been and have hosted the AFC title game. So I'm going without question. I trust the, the Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Daniel Jones has to continue to play his way the way he played last week. It's We know what this Eagles team can be. They're the most, when healthy, they're going to be, just like the 49ers, they are the most complete team in the entire NFL, not just the NFC. They're the in the entire NFL. Well, I like them a little more in the sense of I trust Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I don't trust that defense, but their defense is starting to play better. But this defense for this Eagles team has been nasty without question. One of the top two or three defenses in the league. Their pass rush, 70 sacks. They just know how to get after the quarterback. They do their freaking job. They get after it without question. Their secondary is great. Their linebacking crew is great. The Giants have to play the perfect game. The Jacksonville Jaguars got to play the, the perfect game. 
But I'm riding with the Daniel Jones and the New York Giants because it's a divisional game, and I know it can be biased, and we can be biased, but that's okay. We're going right. to be biased. We're going to. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars will. I think Jacksonville will have a, a, without question, an opportunity to win and a fair chance, but Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid will, ta- without question, will fly to the AFC title game again. But well, the also, Eagles so three times. Giants, it's it's going to be a perfect oper- It's going to be a perfect chance for the Giants to pull off a big mammoth upset in the franchise. And I'm talking about this rivalry's history because well, as we know thing. the Giants, the Giants have gotten have not dominated. Played well against the Eagles. No, they've lost no. eleven of their last thirteen. They no. haven't beaten the Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field for nine straight. It's times. a nightmare. Yes, it's and a nightmare on Link on Lincoln Financial on yeah. Lincoln at Lincoln Financial. So. And what was it? Giants have lost nine straight road games to the Eagles. So nobody on this team has ever beaten the Eagles at Lincoln Financial Field. Yeah. Um, but the positivity from the Giants is they've scored 24 points out of their last three of the four games. So their scoring has been up. Daniel Jones has played well. Here's the other thing I look at, and I, I don't think we talked about it, but it has to go with the divisional rival is the Giants are not going to be scared and nervous going into financial field. They've been there. Yeah. Most of these guys, they know, they know what they're walking into. I don't know if the Jaguars players and team know what they're walking into yet. You know, Trevor Lawrence is like, oh, it won't be that loud in Arrowhead. It's probably no different than our stadium last week. I'm like, no, bro. Sorry. I don't know if and if he saw the Instagram post, but they post the, the loudest stadiums, and Arrowhead was like number one. I guess uh, we're going to have to find out. This, this, <laughs> will all, this will all come to fruition tomorrow with the Jacksonville Jaguars playing in that silent crowd, according to Trevor Lawrence and Arrowhead and the New York Giants, the two underdogs. Tomorrow, twenty four hours from today. Yeah, it's funny. Got Those two games I against- can't believe I can't believe that they, like it's fascinating to know that the Jacksonville just this entire season has just been remarkable. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Giants are playing for a chance at a, at an NFC and AFC conference title appearance. Like that's freaking amazing. Good for these franchises that are in rebuild. Hey, the last time the Jags were in the playoffs, they were playing against an AFC East team in the AFC uh, conference final. See what happens. But their defense carried them. That defense was nasty. Speaking of AFC East teams, you're just talking about AFC East. I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank you so much for bringing the AFC East up. Because there is an AFC East team that faces a lot of pressure. No, it's not the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots are gone. No, it's the new, maybe, New England Patriots. But it's the Buffalo Bills. Oh, yeah, we've been talking about them. Ted, I guess that this is my opportunity to speak to the crowd because of the fact that I've been on the Buffalo Bills bandwagon all season from day one when they started September 9th in SoFi Stadium when they dominated. Now, now we're looking back at the Rams team, but dominated the one Super Bowl champs, LA Rams. I rode with them. I'm sticking with them. I'm sticking with my boy Josh Allen, the man. But there is a big but to this because of the fact of that it is the Elite Eight. And this team's not here. This team is not in, not at the Super Bowl. Not have met the preseason expectation. You know they were the favorites, Ted. Plus six hundred. They were the odds on a court. Also, did you know the other team that was the preseason favorites too with them? Yeah. Who? Packers. No, it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, I told the Packers. They were, they were plus six hundred. But now we think about it. The Buffalo Bears. Buffalo Bills are here. Buffalo Bears. <laughs> The Buffalo Bills. Are well, playing. you know what? Ted's they've boy. Ted's boy. They're playing. Yeah. Well, they've been playing. Offensively, they're doing it, but defensively, they're all over the place. Inconsistency of the Buffalo Bills. 
But we think about Ted's boy, Joe Bill, Joe Burr, Joe Burrow. I do like Joe Burrow, too. But when we think of this game, and we think of the entire playoffs, Buffalo, this is all on them. Because all the money makers were all on Buffalo. This was the year. This is it. Here we go. Buffalo is going to fly through the AFC, and they're going to be winning a Lombardi trophy finally. I don't know about after this weekend, Ted. What do you think? Oh, absolutely, bro. This And I was thinking about it because at first when you gave me the question, I'm like, uh, but I'm like, yeah, bro, this is great. I mean, they have the most pressure. They have the most pressure. Josh, uh, excuse me, Sean McDermott has the most pressure as a coach, I think, because now he's in his sixth season. This Bills team has been building for this, bro. Like, there is no more damn excuses. Like, Josh Allen, like, you're all over the Josh Allen train. Like, you couldn't be more slurped up on Josh Allen. And honestly, like, you were like, he's the best quarterback in the league. Well, then prove it, bro. Go beat Joe Burrow and go beat Patrick Mahomes and go win a Super Bowl. Because guess what? Joe Burrow, he's been to the Super Bowl. And if it wasn't for a missed block, he wins a Super Bowl. And guess what? You know who else has a Super Bowl? Patrick Mahomes and been to multiple Super Bowls already. You want to be considered in that top tier? You want to be the guy? That's how you get recognized. You got to win a Super Bowl. That's how you get recognized. You want to start putting your your name in that upper echelon, bro, and get it young and get it now. Because you look at that AFC, we just talked about two quarterbacks on that side, Patrick Holmes and Trevor Lawrence. They ain't going nowhere. Joe Burrow, who you're facing, there he's not going nowhere. I don't know what's going to happen with Miami and Tua, but they're not going nowhere. You know the Patriots are going to be competitive. The Jets, if they make a move for Lamar Jackson, that just puts them in, right in the top of the category for Super Bowl contenders. What And then what happens, you know, the Browns next year, Deshaun Watson with a full season. What happens with the Browns? You know, if Lamar comes back and the Ravens make some moves, what happens with the Ravens? So you look at that AFC, and, you know, I'm not, you still got Justin Herbert in the Chargers, I understand, and Russell Wilson in Denver. That division is is stacked. I mean, sorry, excuse me. That could have Tom, could have, could have Tom so, Brady I mean, there, too. We're talking about McDermott, right? He's in his sixth year. He's been, he's been to the conference. He's been to the division. They lost, all right? They lost Brian Dable. Like, I think that coaching staff, like, the pressure of no Brian Dable. Now, you know, Ken Dorsey, offense corner, Sean McDermott, the defensive-minded guy. They can't run the football. Josh Allen. Like, I, you know, I wrote down this. Burrow versus Mahomes both have Super Bowls. Conference is getting. And you made moves this season about getting to the Super Bowl. I understand Von Miller, who you made big contract signing in the offseason. He's not there. I I would have gave them – I would have picked them definitely to win the Super Bowl or be the front runner if Von Miller is there. They're also missing Michael Hyde. I get it. He's been out for most of the season. But those are two major key losses. They still can't run the football. So the pressure is on – listen, it's on the team. Michael Hyde was practicing. Yeah, but he's not playing. There's a possibility he could play. Really? I didn't see that. All I'm going to say this is it's on the Bills, but it's especially on Josh Allen, bro, because to me – Patrick Mahomes, rookie season, well, second year, but really his rookie season, right through. 50 touchdowns, MVP, Super Bowl, all right? Or was it the second season he won it in the first year they beat? Mahomes lost to the Patriots. He lost to the Patriots his first Patriots. year. They had home second field year. advantage. In the, yes. yeah. And that was when D. Ford went offside. The second year they won it, yeah. all right? But then, then the like third last year, year he went But he's been in the conference championship every year. And I get yeah. it. Last year they lost by 13 seconds, the coin toss and all that other bullshit. But it doesn't matter, bro. You still didn't win. And I get it. That's the way it goes. And then this, and then this year, you're going to face Joe Burrow. Like Joe Burrow has already, has done it. He's beaten Mahomes three times. He's been to a here, Super Bowl. If I had like, to, if, to if me, I, it's more on Josh Allen the pressure of him taking this team and listen, be Superman, bro. 
Your team can't run the ball. You've contributed 83% of the touchdowns for the Buffalo Bills this year is on Josh Allen. It's on him and the Buffalo Bills. Like, Trev, here's the thing. If they don't win, what's going to be the excuse? Oh, we didn't have Von Miller? Like, what? again, you're going to start wondering. And then you. here's the other thing I was thinking about. And the reason why I thought this was a great question, and I'll finish it on this, is in the NFL, we see every year six or seven new teams that make the playoffs, don't make the playoffs, and six or seven new teams make the playoffs. Giants, Jags, like we were just talking about, right? You don't know next year what's the new teams. What if Josh Allen gets hurt next year? What if someone else gets hurt? What if, you know, like you don't know injuries. Like you're pretty healthy for the most part. And you part even of- said it. The Je- and you even said it. The Jets are going to make a splash eventually because they are looking desperately for a quarterback, whether that be Aaron Rodgers, whether that be Tom Brady, whether that be Lamar Jackson. We're going to all be looking forward to how this offseason plays out because there's going to be a a lot of quarterback, but Trevor, you don't. Well, hear that. But let me answer, let me. Your team, you know this from just a football standpoint and watching football your whole life as even a guy that hasn't played in the NFL just like we haven't. But every year in a team, injuries, things happen, things occurrences. You know what I mean? So you don't know for what. Like you ask Ram fans, was it worth it to go all in? And win a Super Bowl? Yeah, who cares about this year? It's like, whatever, bro. We won a Super Bowl. That buys you four or five years. And here's the other thing. The Bills have never won a Super Bowl. Like, this was the team. Like, three years ago, it was a two years ago, it was a good story. Last year, it was like, okay, you guys are right there with the Chiefs. Now, it was like they were the favorite to win this year. The Chiefs were the, supposed to be the team that fell off. They were not here, supposed to. Here, I lost my kill. They lost defense. Here's, here's, here's what I would say. Like, I was thinking about this off of a ranking-based system, too. You look at just throw the Giants and Jaguars out this question because those two teams face no pressure at all. They lose. They're not expected to be here. So, yeah. So when you think about that, those two are out. Then you get Dallas. Dallas is always going to be in the top, though. No matter what, they're no probably no. Two. I said to me they were three. Dallas? Two. I had I had the Chiefs. I had the Chiefs at two. And hear me out. I know it sounds crazy. And like what why? pressure to win? No, listen, listen. I get it. They lost no, Tyreek. Is that what you said? Yeah, pressure? yeah, yeah. Pressure to win this weekend. Oh, this now weekend I, or the Super Bowl? I'm talking about the Super Bowl, bro. Well, both. Just in general, the Bills without question. Face pressure here on out. The the Chiefs, too, to me, and this is why I say this, and I'm not just saying the Bills for this weekend, but the rest of the way, too, the Bills without question, number one. But the Chiefs, number two, and here's why. I know we all talk about how the greatness of Patrick Mahomes. We've even watched shows to the point that people have compared him to Michael Jordan-esque because of what he's done, and I get it. He's phenomenal, unbelievable, game-changing type quarterback. But what if he doesn't win a Super Bowl again? Now, he gets to another Super Bowl. Okay, I get it. But he loses. Just hypothetically, he loses. He's only still got one title. But all we've been ever hearing for the nonstop fan favorites that love him, the diehards that love him and are enamored with his play, what if he doesn't win again? Now, I know the Bills face pressure without question because they were the preseason favorites. But now that the Chiefs, the Chiefs didn't have as much pressure. They were still there because of Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. But now that they're here, they're the number one seed. Now that they're here, forget about all the Tyreek questions. Forget about it. They're here. They're the number one seed. They're here. Forget about Tyreek Hill. What if they lose and don't win another Super Bowl? He's still got time. I get it, but I get it. I get it, but what if he loses? Like I'm saying, but no question, the Bills are odds-on favorite of this one. Let me interrupt you for a second. No, I'm saying what? Hold on, hold on. All I would say is the Bills, without question, were number one, but the Chiefs were number two. Am I crazy to think that? 
Chiefs three. I'll, I'll go with you t- t- uh, right in the top three, but I'll put them three. Dallas two because it's Dallas, bro, and there's been a 27-year drought since the last time they won a Super Bowl. Last week, they won their first road playoff game, and like, hallelujah, the world was crashing down because they won a playoff game, oh my God, since 92, because that's because you suck. Right? I hate the Cowboys. Whatever. But we'll see what happens. Listen, they're a whole other team, but it's because Dallas right there, you have to put Dallas. There's always pressure because they have a great team. I totally understand the Mahomes thing, but I would have more went with this. His contract's going to – At least you had him in top three. I give you that. I give you that. His contract's going to kick in next year. His contract's going to kick in a year. Now it's going to start to get in the 50s, 55, 60 million dollars. They didn't re-sign Orlando Brown. He's, I believe he's still on the one-year franchise tag. He's going to want to get paid. He might walk in the offseason. Like crazy to have – So what I'm saying is is, – Here's the thing. When Mahomes' contract starts kicking in, right, Mm-hmm. Guys start wanting to get paid. I understand that. Certain guys leave. Injuries, like we talked about. Kelsey yeah. becomes another year older. Yeah. Your your, your opportunities, like Dan, people would have said, and then the you window guys, start, here's the, windows, the window starts getting. When Dan Marino made either. the Super Bowl in his first three years, people probably thought, oh, he's going to make tons of more Super Bowls. Never made a Super Bowl again. What about Aaron Rodgers? Never made another Super Bowl. One and done. That's what I'm saying. That's what well, I'm saying. But, and we all thought Aaron Rodgers was like the second. Co- here's here's the, the one thing I would say though. Great. Mahomes at least has one. Josh Allen. Yes, Josh, Allen has, Josh Allen has none. But that's why he was number one without question. And then and Dak is number two because it's Dak. You got paid forty million dollars a year. You want big money. It's Dallas. It's Jerry Jones. And every year that Dallas doesn't win, it becomes another funny joke in the book. When you're at the bar and go, man, last time I got laid was when the Cowboys were. <laughs> I mean, pretty soon. I would I mean, say, hold on. My fourth one, and I'm saying only. I mean, I might have a. My fourth one was my fourth one was going to be Philly because once I say Philly, the reason I say Philly over San Fran is because of the fact too, and then we'll get into the games quickly. Is they're going to have to eventually pay Jalen Hurts. He's due for. He's going to be due for a contract soon, and with the way he's played this year, MVP level when he was on the field and healthy. He was at an MVP, probably the favorite to win. So now we're talking money. Now we're talking big-time money soon. So he's going to get a contract, and then that starts to play in. You might lose Miles Sanders. Ted, you did say that. So they're going to start losing players. Yes, they got A.J. Brown locked up, but they're also going to start losing players too in their offensive line because some guys are getting older. Lane Johnson, Hall of Fame-type right tackle, He's maybe, this could be his last. Not many more years left of Lane Johnson. Jason Kelsey? He might be on the way out too, as well. That's a Hall of Fame. Type yeah, he was going to retire after this year. Yeah, so he's coming back to win a title. So I'm just saying the Eagles are going to be up there. I would say the Eagles, the, the, the 49ers. You got to still put them well, there. I would first. also. You, I but, mean, here, here's the thing: you can make a legit argument, not to continue this conversation too much, but you can make a legit argument. The same thing that you talked about. The same thing with the Bengals. You're going to have to pay Joe Burrow soon. All right. Oh yeah. And and you're gonna and eventually you're gonna have to pay T Higgins. And then Jamar. But, but think about what think about Cincinnati's scenario, and you know what? Let's just let's get into it because that's probably some, maybe everybody, most most fans in the football world, that might be the most looking forward to as a football well, because we fan. Didn't get we didn't get to see that. But Joe Burrow, you also did say, but they're also playing with the situation that they just lost Alice Kappa now, who's out. Jonah Williams is out. So three of their starting offensive linemen. The team that was so destined to be great because of this offensive line that they revamped in the offseason 
is now drastically looking like, oh, yeah, the year that he just went to the Super Bowl. So he still looks like I still you got to still believe in Joe Burrow. Still have to believe in Joe Burrow because he just did it last year. Just saying. But Tad, I wanted to do this based off of I know which what game which game are we most looking forward to singly. We know it's the Giants because we are the Giants. We are Giants fans. We bleed big blue. But that obviously is number one. It's more of just how would we rank our games looking forward to this weekend? And you think about how last year played out in the divisional round. Well, it was truly incredible. Can they replay this or replay and get what we got last year? We'll have to see. Time will tell. But Ted, when we rank these games, and we both know number one is the Giants, we really think about two, three, and four. How would you rank the other three, I should say? <laughs> well, I think the last the, the last one would easily be the Chiefs-Jags. I think that's very, very – I think that could be – It could be, be an underrated game, but I just – I, I What if Jacksonville like, found a way? I I, what, if they found, what if they found a way? They pulled the Tennessee Titans. I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be shocked. I, I, as much as they I'm, got the talent, well, they do have the talent, and they could be riding high. The the question with that game is, and when you talk about they're on a seven game, game, they're on a seven game winning streak. They got to get pressure on Mahomes to have any chance. All right, they got to have some pressure. Now, last time they played was I believe it was Week Ten. Chiefs had like 500 yards of total offense. Kelsey killed them up the middle, but Kelsey kills everyone. I mean, he's so good. He's he's honestly, I think maybe I think honestly he might be the best tight end of ever playing. He was he's just so dominant. He really, I mean, he's just phenomenal. That's a Remember debate. He, that's a debate. That's a debate. I mean, it's only him, Gronk, Antonio Gates. No, Tony Gonzalez. Antonio Gates, bro, has like the most receptions of a tight end like ever. <laughs> well, look at that. We just got <laughs> talking tight end. Yeah, but Travis Kelsey, 100% agree with you now. I mean, and he's phenomenal. So, but I get it. He's playing with Patrick Holmes and he plays an offense. That All right, you, so you put four. Like, okay, so we both put four. Okay, fair. But he, he, like in that game, like it's about getting pressure and Trevor Lawrence can't turn the ball over. Like he cannot play like he did last week because this is not the Chargers. This is not the LA Chargers. They will run you out of the building. They'll be 40 to nothing before you even know it if you play like that. They're going to have to play a much cleaner mm-hmm. game. Honestly, for me, oh, man, this is so tough. I was really honestly <laughs> like I had an answer to my head and then really I'm like because my, bra- my brain t- – I'll tell you what my brain tells me <laughs> Bengals Bills because okay. that's the game I didn't get to see yet. So I I really excited for that game. Yep. But my heart says it's the 49ers Dallas because as the number as the best game because it's Dallas because it's the 49ers because there's so much history richness with these two teams. I was looking at the topic that we talked about last year when we did these two teams about two of the greatest dynasties in all football oh. other than I want to just tell you this quickly because I wanted to look up. I was just curious about the Jacksonville. I'm so sorry about this. No, tell me. Jacksonville or Kansas City tomorrow. 38 degrees, cloudy with rain and snow. And at night, 31, light snow. So, Well, Trevor Lawrence, you say the crowd is like Jacksonville. Well, the weather is damn sure not going to be. Well, it's been pretty cold in Jacksonville too, bro. It ain't going to be snowing or it ain't going to be raining there. It could be in Jacksonville. It was 45 last week. Gonna be, come on, stop. You tell you you tell people down here they lose their minds. They'll be thinking the world's ending. Well, Jacksonville's in a different world. Jacksonville's a little bit north, bro. You're I know it's six hours. It's six hours away. I know. Yeah, you're you're like in a whole different state compared to Jacksonville. I was driving at this point two years ago, by the way. You, you can drive. I was, I, I was in um Virginia. I, I think it was my no, no, it was five o'clock. You were in DC. Probably Jersey. I was probably Jersey. Oh, you were in DC. You left it like there was traffic in New Jersey and New York. Typical, uh, usual, the usual traffic. You know. People have no idea what we're talking about. 
It's okay. It's all right. Okay. I moved two years Trevor ago. I, mo I moved. Friends. I I moved away from my brother. My brother has been sad since. And family, I moved. friends, girls. <laughs> Everything. He left everything. He left everything. He left everything. He took his car, packed it up, and left us <laughs> for two years. It's been two years, but Ronnie hasn't been the same. <laughs> Neither one of you guys have been the same. Um, but the Dallas, the Dallas, the Dallas Forty Nine er game. Um, so two is so number two is Bills Bengals. So for me, it would be. But I'm going with I'm going with Dallas San Fran because if we all remember, this is a rematch of last year's wild card well, game. And here's and, the other thing: this... that's the last game of the weekend. So, like, the reason the excitement's going to be up because I'm going to be like, "Oh my god, we already know who's in the three of the four teams are going to know." We're like, I'm who, gonna, is who, 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 "Who is that? Who is Philly? Who is Philly? Or who's where? What's well, real? I mean, honestly, we're going to be watching that game at like six o'clock. Like, oh my god, who are the Giants playing? Like, are we going to? Oh, San we're already, already predicting the future. Are Giants we going to San Francisco? Or are we going to Dallas? That's what we need to know. Or actually, I don't even know how to comprehend. But like, those. I mean, like, I wrote down some stats. Like, here's and when I look at that game, I don't like, even know how to comprehend all that. The well, Giants like, are playing. Here's what now. I wrote down. The Giants are still playing. <laughs> well, here's the, here's what it's I wrote down playing. too, like about that that Bengals Bills game. Like, I wrote down this stat that I thought was pretty interesting. It was like, Joe Burrow is 22 and three in his last two seasons when he sacked less than four times in a game. He's four and eight when he sacked more than four times. So when I know we're doing what we're most looking forward to, but. Those are things that I'm looking forward to to see what type of game we're going to get. Like, yeah. how is that offensive line going to hold up against the Bills? I love Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I'm picking the Bengals to win this weekend. I picked the Giants, the Chiefs, the Bengals, and I picked the 49ers to win this weekend. I think as much as Dallas has the team to match up with the 49ers, they have the speed on the defense, they have the athleticism, they could put enough pressure on Purdy and make it a Purdy game. And I, I feel like – Brock Purdy hasn't re he's played really well, but I feel like he hasn't been the reason why they've won. It's been that defense. It's been that. Well, it hasn't been game. his fault either. I, mean, I know. I get it. He's played sell. really well. He's Turnover sell. free. Well, I don't get it. I don't get this. Every, listen, they have rushed for at least 150 yards every time the last six Dude, games. He just threw years. for 300 yards. Well, yeah, like over 300 yards. Well, 75 yards came from a, a whatever. He still got the ball to him. He still played he for. Started, even he started off shaky and almost to a couple picks. And he I don't still think he threw for three. I don't know yards. if he can get away with that in Dallas. I okay, I get that. that. I get that. But still, give the man, give the man some give credit. Him, dude, the guy's unbelievable. He's I don't think you're giving. I don't think you're giving him enough credit. I don't think you're giving him. He hasn't had turnover since week 14. He had 300. I still don't think. I still don't think you're giving him enough credit though. Well, when you got the best defense in football, you have an you have Debo so Sanders, George Kittle. Do Catholic, you think they have? Let me ask you this question: Do you think they have a better chance for Brock Purdy to win the Super Bowl than they do than they would if they had Jimmy J? Yes, I told you. I thought Thank the you. best quarterback that played for the. I don't need. I don't need an explanation. That's all that matters. That's I told matters. you this because of his athleticism. He brings all something. That, I had the 49ers in the Super Bowl. In the yeah, preseason, so when we did this yeah, with so Trey Lance I. being your quarterback, you had Jimmy G taking over the reins and taking him to the Super Bowl. Did we ever think? Yeah, you were. You thought Trey Lance was going to be a, a possible MVP candidate? That's an all-timer. No, <laughs> I just said he had the possibility with the type of team that he had. No, with you the said talent. the word was potential. Listen, yeah, if, yeah, you if, got potential. Listen, if Trey Lance stayed healthy and could have just done what Brock Purdy done, he would have been an MVP candidate. Distribute the ball before make, he got injured. He was awful. Just he played in two games. Guy my played point, in a monsoon. Okay, and then the second point, game he got my hurt. My point is, he played in two games and he didn't look good either one. Trev, the first game doesn't count. Was it Justin Trev, Fields was the better? Justin Fields was the better quarterback. 
that Justin game. Justin Fields didn't have that great of a day. And he was better than Trey Lance. Anyways, Brock Purdy, give the man some credit. He's played his Justin game. Fields He's also done well. Was a starter at Ohio State had about forty games under his belt. <laughs> had a full season under his belt. Trey Lance hey, had about a, hey, he barely hey. wiped his ass. Okay, and, and he was on the field. All right, hey, was, like, still hey. in- let me let me say this. Hey, I'm not the one that traded all my draft assets for him. So it don't matter. Make it, Brock Purdy has looked the best of the three quarterbacks of the San Francisco 49ers. That game is going to be well. I can't. I, I mean, is, is that the game you're most looking forward to see, or is it the Bengals? Bills? I'm just Joe from Burrow the standpoint of Allen. from the standpoint of both those games. I'm a fan of. I just can't wait to see Joe Burrow and Josh Allen light it up. We never got to see it in January, but. We will get the opportunity. I know t- both teams are beat up with injuries. The, the offensive line of the Bengals is damn. That just that just sucks. You know, it just sucks. But if there's one guy that can really do it, we've seen it a year ago. I know Tennessee is not the Buffalo Bills, but Joe Burrow is a remarkable quarterback, and he can do it things that a lot of people can't do in this world. So who do he you has an opportunity? But I'm going. I'm I'm all in on the Bills. I'm not changing. But Joe Burrow is the one guy to me that, or like a Patrick Mahomes. Because I think these are the top three quarterbacks in the AFC and they are, in the NFL. They're the three best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. You want to argue question. about four? That's fine. We can do that that's all day. Fine. But those are the three. Best but those are the three best quarterbacks on paper and in every now, game, every Sunday, playing every Sunday. That's one quarterback that has the opportunity. They can make a massive comeback or just pull it off in some sort of fascinating way. Joe, Mark- cool, bro. But I'm I like the 49ers Dallas game because it's just an old school rivalry. This has been going on for all football fans, newcomers to the football world. If you haven't seen a, this is an all time great rivalry. Dude, in the nineties, back from the eighties, nineties, the nineties, eighties, nineties. I mean, the catch, right, Clark? The, the the catch, Joe Montana throwing in the back of the end zone. It's like Clark coming out of nowhere to I mean, win. The I game. remember. I mean, Deion this is this Deion Sanders. Sanders. I mean, there's. All timers and then switching over going against Jerry. I mean, for, I mean, Terrell, Burn even the Terrell hands. Owens, the Terrell and, Owens thing. Just to, field. Oh, yeah, yeah uh, Terrell Owens when he's spiking the ball on the Dallas Stars. Um, yeah, then Roy Williams going after. I mean, this is no, it was Teague. Oh, who was it? It was Teague, number oh. 31. And that's um, that's just this is an old school rivalry. I can't wait to see this game in both teams. The 49ers have been the hottest team in all of the NFL, Dallas Cowboys. Looked extremely impressive last week. I can't wait for that game. Giants, what else do I have to say? What else do I have to say? We haven't seen this in so long to be in this situation, playing against the Philadelphia Eagles in Lincoln Financial Field. Nightmare in Lincoln Financial for the Eagles. It's going to be a nightmare for the Eagles. Time to let the ghosts out and let this this is this. uh, I'm talking. I'm very quiet right now. I'm very patient. But inside, I'm ready to just... This is – I can't wait. I'm very, very, very excited for this game. I just can't wait to see what the Giants do against – well, to well, some, pre uh, for most of the season, the best team in the of in the NFL. And we get an opportunity to, uh, I guess, shock the world in a way. Shock the, shock the NFL world. And Jacksonville has an opportunity. Buffalo, Cincinnati, what else can you ask for? I mean, you look at – these are the eight, eight best teams, Ted. Eight best teams in the NFL. Getting a chance to play in in conference conference title Sunday. Well, in the sense of when you think of Jacksonville, I wouldn't take anybody else over Jacksonville. I wouldn't take the Chargers because they had their opportunity. If Miami was healthy with Tua, maybe. 
Maybe. That would be my only exception. I'm taking the Giants over Minnesota, and I would take the Giants over. Um, well, the Giants just proved that. Yeah, so the Giants, this is these are the four best teams in the NFC, and these are the four best teams in the AFC. Maybe if Baltimore, okay, I get it. But it, you, you know what's funny, though? You look at the disparity between the three teams in the NFC, the Cowboys, 49ers, and Eagles, how stacked those teams are. You go quarterback, lineman, coaching, defense, like complete, and, the, and then the drop off to the Giants. <laughs> Damn, knocking Big Blue right now. Well, no, dude. I mean, talent wise, I mean, I Eagles have eight Pro Bowlers. What are the Forty Niners? I think Eagles. If you just took the rest of the NFC Pro Bowl, you just put the Eagles, Forty Niners, and Dallas team. I think the Dallas had like six, seven guys, and Forty Niners had like six, seven. I mean, literally, you could put Trent Williams. You got Kittle. You got Dalton Schultz. You got Dallas Gutter. You got Jalen Hurts. I mean, honestly, if Purdy played all year, he'd probably be Pro Bowl. I mean, you literally in the offensive lines, you could take the Eagle offensive line, and that could be the whole Pro Bowl offensive line. Maybe if you want to throw Trent Williams in there. I mean, but Dallas's offensive line, Zach Martin ain't too shabby, too. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 he's I mean, CD Lamb, Debo Samuel. What do you, let me, let me ask Brown. you. This. I mean, doubt. I mean, and then, and then look at the teams together. And then look at the AFC. You get the three best quarterbacks in in the world, and then you because get Trevor Lawrence, a new and up and comer. Trevor Lawrence, who's going to be one of the top said, guys. In two. Those are the three best defenses right there. Cowboys, 49ers, and Eagles are the three yeah, best. I defenses. would still put the I would still put the Bills in that conversation. They're not in the. I would say the three best offenses. The number are, the numbers speak for it. Whatever the numbers, the Bills, Bengals, and, and Chiefs are the three best offenses. Even though the Eagles are right there. And even though since Brock Purdy has taken over this team, them and Dallas Cowboys are the only two teams that average 30 points or more since <coughs> in the last six weeks. But if you look at it, like if I was just telling the team, in the Super Bowl, you're going to have the three best defenses versus the three best offenses. I got one and every question. one of the quarterbacks in the NFC yeah. is going to be a significant drop-off to who they would be facing in the AFC. And right, that's either, let me Mahomes, close up. That's either I'm Burrow and that's either Josh Allen. I'm going to close out with this because we have to. It's only fitting. It's a very simple question. Now, what to expect from Big Blue? What to expect from the Giants? We're Giant fans. We're diehard Giant fans, bro. I've been waiting for this moment and to know that it's it's Philly, 60 minutes away from a possible NFC title game. What do you expect? What do we expect from Big Blue, honestly? Like the movie Little Giants. One chance. 99 out of 100, we got to win one game. I, I The Giants got to win ugly. They got to win. I mean, listen, the Eagles are stacked. I, I'm realistic. The Eagles are so stacked. They got all pros on every le- on every level of the thing. Their secondary is the number one secondary in football. They got 70 sacks on their defensive line. It's like, okay, so we can sack you. We get 70. And then their worst thing is their, their rush defense. They give them like 4.4 yards. So the Giants got to be able to run the football. They have to establish some type of running game. What I wrote down, Barkley had 28 yards in the first game, nine carries. He hasn't scored a rushing touchdown in the Eagles since 2019. I mean, and the Giants, they're one of their weaknesses is, is stopping the run. They gave up 253 yards in the Week 14 matchup against the Eagles. They have to be much better against the run. They have to be able to stop the running game and make this a passing game for for the Eagles. So make them, make, this game is going to be one in the trenches to you. I mean, it, it, the problem is when you look at the trenches, the Eagles have the advantage both defensive line and offensive line. The Giants honestly have to get lucky. They have to hope that Hurts is hurt plays poor, has a turnover, something that Josh Allen did against Miami, where Miami, we went into last week, like, oh my God, the Bills are going to smoke Miami. It ain't mm-hmm. even going to be a close game. And then you just, and then you got to get lucky. But this time, our coach won't be a screw-up like Mike McDaniel and not know what to do and what play to call up. Dable will be ready to go. We also won't have a third stringer in there. And Daniel Jones will have an opportunity. If the Giants are going to win, it's going to be, 
it's going to be a nasty, ugly uh, pig pen game in the mud, 21-14, 24-17, I would think. I don't see this game being a high-scoring game, but maybe it is. Who knows? But the Giants have to be lucky. They have to be opportunistic. You know what I mean? Block a punt, block a kick, take a re- take a uh, you know a kickoff for a touchdown, and and as a Giant fan, you just hope and pray. I told you before that we did the show. I feel like if you watch the first half, you'll know what type of Giants team you'll have, and 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 they'll either be blown out because they're just overwhelmed in the moment. The Eagles are that good and they're ready to rock, or we're gonna have like a 13-14 game, seventeen fourteen, even Giants down twenty one fourteen. Bear, all right. We're within one possession. We're right there. A couple other plays, maybe a stop here and there. Daniel Jones hasn't been great. If we can make a couple adjustments, we'll be okay. And and then hope after 60 minutes the Giants are victorious. That's that's my realistic goal. I'm excited for the game. I'm I'm nervous for the game because I don't want the Giants' season to end. I understand that this is this is the Giants' toughest game of all season. This is their toughest game all season long. They're not going to have a more difficult game than this right now. It's 8-15. It's in Winkle Financial Feed Field. It's a horror show. I mean, it's one thing to listen to Dallas fans. They just think they're great and they haven't won anything in 27 years. I get it. You won things when I was just getting born 30 years ago. Thank you for reminding me. No one cares. But this Eagles team has been kicking our ass nonstop since 2008. Literally, has just been beating us. We've had horrors. The playoffs, the end of the season, the Sean Jackson punt, the Jake Elliott field goal with 61 yards, Evan Ingram dropping the ball, Cruz tearing his knee up and never being the same player ever again in the back of the end zone on fourth and goal. I mean, everything that could go wrong. Daniel Jones runs for 80 yards and falls down in the blade of grass. Like, that's what happens to the New York Giants playing the Eagles. It's a horror show. I'm just hoping that the Giants kick this effing door down in the haunted house, turn on the flashlight and say, guess what? Daddy's home. Time to take over. And, and and we win. That's what I'm I'm hoping and praying for. Let's shock the world. Let's go big blue. Got nothing else to say. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. Let's enjoy a good weekend of football, ladies and gentlemen. I can't wait. Let's go. Let's go big blue. It's gonna be one hell of a weekend. Gonna be one hell of a weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, we're keys of the city. See you next episode. Enjoy football. <laughs> Divisional weekend. We are out. Let's go big blue. Let's go. City Podcast.